You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music. And sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. some confusion from last episode. You probably heard that I spun the wheel and I got Van Morrison's Moon Dance and I said that would be our next episode because Cade wasn't there and that meant I could do whatever I want. But in good conscience, I just couldn't end up doing it. So, uh, Van Morrison's Moon Dance will now be our 75th episode. Hooray us. With that said, we're going to be looking at Tick Tick Boom today. With me, I have Cade, of course. Hello! Nick? Andrew Garfield should have won that Oscar, I swear to God. Riley? Hi. And Romy. Andrew Garfield! <laughs> I'm sorry about my dog. If she just starts barking and going dog shit crazy, I'm... She agrees. Your dog agrees with me that Andrew Garfield should have won that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. the dog's going feral over that part of the Tonys with Andrew Garfield and Arnerana DeBose. <laughs> anyway, um... Tick Tick Boom is a musical by Jonathan Larson. It tells the story of an aspiring composer named John who lives in New York City in 1990. John is worried he has made the wrong career choice to be part of the performing arts. The story is semi-autobiographical as stated by Larson's father in the liner notes of the first cast recording. Larson had been trying to establish himself in theater since the early 1980s. The premiere was in May 23rd, 2001 at Jane Street Theater in Manhattan, New York City. A film adaptation starring Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson was released on November 10th, 2021 under critical acclaim. There is no all-music review for the Netflix cast recording, but there is a review for the original cast recording by Stacia Profrock. What a name. Jonathan Larson was a great example of the overnight success who had actually been laboring for years unnoticed in the musical theater business. Tick Tick Boom was the musical he was working on right before he wrote Rent. It was set aside in favor of that more famous musical. A group of former friends and collaborators of Larson's gathered to collect the drafts of the play and create a final finished version, and in 2001, Tick Tick Boom opened on Broadway. The show, along with this recording, have helped to document another example of his talent. The lyrics may not be particularly original, but the smart, urban feel and engaging characters that help make Ren a smash are there, as well as some really stellar music. Much was made of the tragedy of Larson's death when Rent was released, but this recording makes it even more evident the kind of work that he might have continued to do had his life not ended so prematurely. Alright, what do we think of TikTok? Tick, 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 boom! Tick, tick, boom! Yeah, it. Yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, it was a good musical. Uh, I don't know if Jonathan Larson should have sat aside to make Rent, though. I don't know. Maybe he should have done Tick, Tick, Boom more. Andrew Garfield singing gave me emotional damage. (laughs) 
if I'm being That's... honest, I'm gonna be the odd person out in this. It's not really my cup of tea, honestly. I mean, I get that. Like it, like uh, many people like American Psycho, and I I like it only for the memes. <laughs> American Psycho, the musical, is pretty based. We are gonna. We should get to American Psycho someday. Like not now because we've done too many like film adaptations. Wait, there's an American Psycho musical. But, uh... Yes, yes, and the book for it, like the book, is what a script is called, right? In theater, the book for it was literally written by one of the guys that made Riverdale. Oh, and can no. you guess what? They, can you guess what the musical episode this season was? Oh God, I can't. It was American Psycho the musical. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Just boo Riverdale and like and, and Patrick Bateman and the epic highs and lows of high school football. Did the Riverdale? Oh, they're out of high. Did the Riverdale cast like do the cover of, of freaking uh, Hip to Be Square? No, 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 no. Hip to Be Square isn't on the soundtrack of the American Psycho musical. Okay, that's... it's in the music. Okay, that's lame. It's in the musical, but it's like diegetic sound rather than everyone sings it. Well, right, I, like, I like that. I think I like that better. I don't want to hear the Riverdale cast doing like the freaking Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, and also, another added thing about American Psycho the Musical is the originator of the role of Patrick Bateman was Matt Smith, otherwise known as have Milo sex, Morbius. Have, have sex, have Milo sex. Have sex, the hit have film sex, Morbius. I poop my pants and pants. <laughs> but it's just Matt Smith dancing to the the entire soundtrack. Also, Morbius is getting a musical. I'm not even joking about that one. Is it a TikTok Uh, musical? What? You're joking! I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. No way. It's called It's Morbin Time the Musical. (laughs) I think it aired. I think it aired its first performance tonight. I think it should have been called Morbius 2. I... I, it should have been called Morbius Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> Hilarious and original. Morbin time, go Morbius. Anyway, I will say I do I do like the hit track of the song of the of the of the, of the soundtrack. I'm but... gonna judge of that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna cover it eventually. Yeah, over my dead body. Anyway, um, yeah, I love this movie. It was very. The movie's it, fantastic. It, it was very relatable. It was. Uh, it was heartfelt. I really dug it, and I don't think I would have liked the soundtrack as much had I not uh, seen it with the movie. Because frankly, I think the the soundtrack itself it's fine, it's decent, it's standard. But having it like in like the movie's subtext, having like the visuals accompany it, I think it makes for a much better experience. And this, my friends, is why movies will always be better than theater. I also noticed that you rated Y a 7 out of 10. Like, what would you rate the movie version? Uh, my ratings are a bit weird here. They're either what I think of the songs itself or what I thought of the the scenes that surrounded the songs, which is why uh, No More has the highest rating. Like, it's not my favorite song, but it was just a fun scene, and I really liked it. Hey, yo, wait a minute. Andrew didn't put the green, green dress on his actual ratings. He put the... the... The stupid version from the the they put when they deleted the scene. That's not epic, Andrew. You should have rated the actual version. I should have. And also the uh freaking ah, I'm trying to remember the name. I'm trying to remember the name. There's a the the the, so, the freaking the show that he's putting on within the musical. Uh, super- right? Superbia. Try- yeah, the Superbia Sex Tet. They also released that after the the soundtrack had come out, right? So it was like a single mm-hmm. because famously a lot of the stuff. 
from Superbia, right? It was very unfinished, right? So it was just like a lot of notes and stuff, and it was just in the Library of Congress. So there's a lot of like legal tape around just getting the excerpts of the song into the into the movie, right? But they 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 eventually figured out how to make it into a single, right? They got through the legal tape and just were able to release the song on its own. But I I'll, I I included that in my ranking too, just because. I'm one of those guys. I I only rated what was not a bonus track on the on the soundtrack. No Decemberist on this uh this track list. No Decemberist on Andrew's playlist. I, I just looked up the Mountain Goats were on the soundtrack. Of course. They did like a version of what it was. It's they were. It only takes a few. It was pretty good. I think I that's think... I think that Mountain Goat song is the only reason you like this uh, soundtrack better than the original Cade because the Mountain Goats are in it. No, I like it more because Andrew Garfield and also Lin Manuel Miranda and also Sunday and I like, like the movie the because songs? I like the movie because Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't in front of the camera a hundred percent of the time. The the songs that they cut. Right. Besides Green Green Dress, they absolutely should have included uh, the original version of Green Green Dress in the in the soundtrack and in the movie. But every other song from the original version that they cut makes sense. I don't think we really needed Sugar as a as a scene in the movie. I, I like that there was a reference to it during the bit where he's like, I'll, I'll make a song about Sugar right now. And he sings like one verse from the song, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's fine yeah but we don't need sugar as a whole song because it it's irrelevant <laughs> and there was I, a whole i kind of like that scene because it reminds me of this one time when like dustin hoffman was at a party with paul mccartney in the early 70s it was like and paul was bragging like oh, i can make a song out of anything you know and then dustin hoffman was like i dare you to make a song out of pablo picasso's death and then and then paul started singing a song about pablo picasso's death and then dustin turned to everyone like looky guys he's doing it he's doing it he's doing it I can't believe it. <laughs> but like, pl- there's also like this whole subplot in um, the stage version about Vanessa Hudgens' character and Jonathan Larson like having an affair. And I think it was it was way better to just cut that out because like it took I don't me, know. It took me a while to link the Vanessa Hudgens and Tick Tick Boom with the Vanessa Hudgens from the High School Musical series. Yeah, she's improved <laughs> a lot locally. I, I get Vanessa Hudgens uh, confused with fuck. What's her name? Um, Me too. Selena, Selena Gomez. I don't know why. I get I get both of them confused with each other. Hmm. They both came from uh, Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and they both have uh, long dark hair, um, hmm. different faces. I legit thought they were the same person for like years. <laughs> they both did get referenced in um, Zach and Cody, though. Like The only difference is one of them actually had a stint as a child in Barney and Friends. That is true. That which is one true. was the one that said, uh, which which one said uh, a lot of people are going to die? From oh, that's Vanessa Hudgens. That was Vanessa Hudgens? To be honest, she was kind of spitting at that. She was, she was a prophet. We just didn't see it. Wait, what did she say time. again? Basically, during the early days of Corona, right, when, like, Firefest, like, one of the festivals shut down, she was, like, on Instagram, and she was just, you know, talking, and she was like, a lot of people are gonna die, but that's just gonna happen. She's the Yossified Joker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, I mean, at first, it's, like, terrible. How could you have no empathy? But at this point, when we're nearing three years of this... You know what? Maybe. 
I, think it I was told we... She's like, I told you, none of you believed me. I think it was just we don't want to hear any input from a rich celebrity. Vanessa Hudgens oh. was a hero. Imagine I just couldn't wait, see no, it. just imagine Vanessa Hudgens singing Imagine. She wasn't oh. in the Imagine video. She I will could have say been. that. She, she had... absolutely could have She could have been, yeah. And Andrew yeah. Garfield could have been too. I would have much yeah, I would have much rather seen Gal Gadot and uh, Sarah Silverman singing 500 Miles with the rest of the record for Elf cast. Just picture that. That would just I'm be a, the awesomest thing ever. I would rather see Gal Gadot and, Gal Gadot and um, all the people from the Imagine video just singing Weezer. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Wait, no, no. The, um, the old Gal Gadot and all the other people in the Imagine uh, video singing, have sex, have sex. And they're just Wait, doing. No! Was Millie, was Millie Bobby Brown in the Imagine video, or did no, she make she a separate not. video? She made a separate video. Okay. Oh, God. What just, did she do? But just Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot <laughs> and the rest of the people just Imagine. doing the Matt Smith dance. There's a there's like there's a very big meme with Millie Bobby Brown besides the the obvious Drake stuff and then also the kind of sketchy uh, homophobia Millie Bobby Brown stuff. Uh, Excuse me. Where it's it's yeah. There's a whole thing with Millie Bobby Brown where like there's just a bunch of memes that are like oh she hates gay people <laughs> like for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why are we talking about this Tick Tick Room episode. No more walking thirteen. Blocks with 30 pounds of laundry in the freezing dead of winter. No more walking up six flights of stairs or throwing down the key because there is no buzzer. No more faulty vibrating. No more crooked floors. No more spitting out my ultra bright on top of dirty. Riley, you wanted to say something? Um, if I'm being honest, I think I'm the only person in the room who has not seen the movie. So I feel like I'm kind of the odd one out in this entire episode. Mm. For shame, Riley. For shame. You don't Riley, have Netflix? Riley, have the, Riley, the second you get back from Massachusetts, we're doing a Tick, Tick, Boom, I'd watch this. We're getting you acquainted. You... Join the cult, Riley. <laughs> it is join inevitable that you become. You have to join the Garf cult. Episode, like, Garfield fever has swept the nation. Garfield sweep. That's going in the quotes folder. Morbius sweep. Let's go. Yes. Morbin time. Has, has, has Morbius become an inside joke in this one too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Morbius will sweep into every subsection of culture eventually. I can't wait for the first episode. I can't wait for the first episode of One Thousand One Album Club where they mention Morbius and then they can't stop talking about Morbius no matter how much they try. I can't wait for the na- the watch this episode of Morbius. That'll be peak fiction. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll all be doing the have sex bit. <laughs> I cannot wait for the episode of Watch This where we actually cover Morbius. <laughs> That'll be close to the end, alongside Aww. the James Corden Cinderella. I can't decide we're actually doing that. that. Go first. Well, when when we all meet up with each other, we're just we gotta do like record ourselves doing the the Matt Smith dance. There, there are a lot. There are tons of things that I would rather do than sit through the James Corden Cinderella again. Like, oh my god, that movie that is horrible. It would literally be over my dead body. Like, I would not want to do it. Yeah. Uh, to kind of 
to kind of segue back from Morbius to Andrew Garfield and this movie, uh, let's let's all say thank you, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, for get, m- directing this movie and using Andrew Garfield's talents in such a good enough way that he became a heavy Oscar nom and that he started to value his value as an actor more, so that he won't have to be Spider-Man in like Morbius versus Venom or some shit like that. <laughs> thank you, Lin Manuel Miranda, Morbius. for actually contributing Morbius good to society. Morbius. Fantastic, you got a cookie. That's a, that's they, actually a legitimate yeah. thing. He has an extended they, cameo in Morbius in the Morbverse of Morbness. Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda, for crafting a James Corden-free musical. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda, yeah. for for not starring in a musical for once. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda, for not being in front of the camera this time. Well, actually, uh, you forgot. I mean, it was on... Uh, yeah, I saw, no. his, I saw his credit as, like... He was in, like, the diner for, like, two seconds, but those are the only two seconds I don't you, like you in know, this movie. Yeah. You know that... But, you absolutely know, like, uh, they, Disney had to force Lin-Manuel Miranda to not be Bruno in Encanto. Like, you know that for a fact. Honestly, though, We I don't talk about the original Bruno. I think I would have liked him playing Bruno a little bit. I don't know. Mm. John Leguizamo and Lin-Manuel Miranda probably could have given both good performances. So I don't know. I don't. I, I think, feel like we didn't lose. I think John, John Leguizamo is like. I feel like he's just better. I mean, he was Luigi Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, where Mario then, is Luigi's father. <laughs> no, and Lin-Manuel Miranda was uh, Jonathan Larson in Tick Tick Boom. <laughs> I didn't realize that Jonathan Larson was Puerto Rican. No, the, the, in t- there was a 2010 revival of Tick, Tick, Boom, where Jonathan Larson was played by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Jonathan Larson was Puerto Rican? Always has been. I, and then his friends were played by Leslie Odom Jr. and Karen Olivia. It was a stacked cast for a revival. And that literally, if that revival hadn't happened, there's probably like a 95% chance that Lemon Will Miranda wouldn't have directed this movie. I can't imagine what Tick Tick Boom would have looked like if I directed it. It was I would just have be like four by three ratio. If, and more I, directed, if I directed Tick Tick Boom, uh, Jonathan Larson would be played by Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> If I was going to direct it to Boom, it would be in a complete, like, 4 by 4 ratio, and it could be completely in black and white to be in touch with the director's And his vision. friend would be played by Christian Bale. You were talking about how you can't see what a Tick, Tick, Boom movie directed by you would look like. I think I can easily see what a, uh, a great comment movie by me would look like. I know that doesn't have much to do with what we're talking about, but it just goes to show how we're kind of alike and we're both filmmakers, except I have a, a more queer vision. I, I, like, I'm thinking, like, if I did a great comic movie, it would be kind of like an Andre Tarkovsky movie. Hmm. But, like, with hints of Baz Luhrmann. Imagine, imagine having a Tick, Tick, Boom movie in the style of, like, Gaspar No. <laughs> oh my god. What did he do? As someone who's climax. Oh. Oh. Anyway, um... Speaking of great combat, I heard Dave Malloy made a cameo in this movie, but I couldn't see him anywhere. He's in the when Jonathan Larson gives the the, the superbia performance in front of Sondheim and that other guy, that stupid unnamed guy. Yeah, they show like a panel of people, right, and it's all just a bunch of like musical people. So like. 
Dave Malloy's there. The guy, the main, like the composer dude for Hamilton's there. Linda Miranda. Miranda was not in that that crowd shot. I know. I was being. I'm funny. talking about the other guy. That the other guy that also does like uh that also helped with like Dear Evan Hansen and stuff. Mm. Um, Joe Joe Iconis, the writer of Be More Chill, he's there. I even saw in the letterbox credits, uh, Tom Kitt, the guy from Next to Normal, was in the. the, the Wasn't the, Bradley the, Whitford in that movie? Depends. Uh, um, Who was Bradley Whitford? Yeah, he he was Sondheim, but um, and oh. the voicemail at the end um was Sondheim himself, and it was like yeah. one of the last things he did before he died. Like he told him to be proud, which uh, was quoted in the tweet I just posted, which was posted after Sondheim died last November. I was, that's Andrew nice. Garfield was like perfectly cast. Like Jonathan Larson does look almost exactly. He, he, our Andrew Garfield looks almost exactly like Jonathan Larson. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, um, Nick mentioned earlier about how he gets uh, Selena Gomez and Vanessa Hudgens mixed up. I myself get Andrew Garfield and Robert Pattinson mixed up for some reason. I get it. They're both great actors. <laughs> <laughs> They're also British, but only one of them's been in Doctor Who. They're both, and they're also both very. They're also both very tall. Only one of them, and only one of them is in the Sony Spider Verse, which also contains the movie Morbius. And (laughs) and only one of them played Jonathan Larson. Andrew's not in the Sony Verse. He's not. He's in the Amazing Verse. That's a different universe. Also brought to us by Sony. Yes, yeah, so that's like saying the Raimi movies are the Sonyverse. It's still there are three continuities, man, and there were three continuities the Morbius... that got merged together for one hour in one glorious uh, act. There, long ago, the three continuities lived together in harmony. Then everything changed when Morbius attacked. Unironically, I hope we meme Morbius so much that when they make Into the Spider Verse three, they actually make Morbius like a villain. Man, Morbius is so yeah. cool. I wish. I wish sex was a real thing. That joke makes no sense whatsoever. And now, for some, and now for some reason I'm craving movie theater popcorn. I feel a sudden urge to see the Bob's Burgers movie. And uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On doesn't come out in my area until Canada Day. If you're going to have popcorn, if you're going to have popcorn, use this. <laughs> it's a Morbius popcorn tin. <laughs> Can I bid on that? I want to... I want there's that. probably eBay. There's probably eBay make, listings. Yeah. We can make one and make it like durable and stuff, so I can reuse it. <laughs> so I can Morbin style. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that has to go in the thumbnail. You know, I have. I should probably. Bring out the fine china. <laughs> this is like the second time we've we've derailed the podcast from being an actual discussion on the musical to being about Morbius. Like last Cade Month episode we did this too. Like Morbius we, weeping through the Rock of Ages podcast. Well you haven't yeah. been in every episode. We, there could be more episodes Morbius where we derailed the go. thing to Morbius. And there are. We did Highly Suspect. It got derailed to Morbius. <laughs> the great Dr. Michael Morbius. I hate this locker room. Why won't Susan answer my calls? Sweat, wet, echo, smell, hell, rap. Pump up the volume, hot, wet, hot, sweat. How's the water? 
stretch, stretch, spit in the mask Cloudy vision, test the water Contemplate the dive, the shock to the skin Anticipate the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain now. One, two, three, oh, bite the air seven There's that girl, one, two, three, oh, bite the air smooth During like the Sunday song, which is like Jonathan's like big song about working Like at the sun Sunday morning rush hour at the Moondance Diner um, I I must admit I I smiled a lot when I saw Andre De Shields make a cameo. Andre De Shields being uh, the guy who plays Hermes in Hades Town. Um, he left Hades Town recently. I don't know how many more people are from the OBC are gonna be gone by the time I get to see, hopefully get to see Hades Town in August. Didn't uh, all of them? <laughs> didn't Amber Gray also just leave recently? Yeah, yes. she did. Um, takes takes me back to good old days when I saw Hades Town last October, and then we mm. reviewed a perfectly average Elton John album. Painfully average. Yes, Morbius is right. painfully average. No, All right. Morbius so is what awesome. What everyone think of the album, guys? Well, to be honest, um, the 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 music overall on the album, I I'd have to give it a seven because, like I said, I just think it's pretty standard, but. Having the visual components of and the good writing of the movie to be paired along with it, it elevates the music much more. So I have to give it like an eight. I'd give it like a nine. Nine. I'd give it an eight point five. Um, because like I wasn't as attached to it as Swiss for the Heart, but I am the exact age as Stephen Sondheim when West Side Story premiered on Broadway, and I'm I'm a little bit like Jonathan Larson right now. I'm just slowly breaking into the industry. Uh, Bro, he's just and, like me. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Thirty Ninety is a banger song. Oh, yeah. Thirty Ninety is like I've been like I've I've been listening to that song like nonstop ever since I've seen the movie. Yeah. Also, I just want to point this out, but. Uh, um, Jonathan Larson says, he was like, I'm 29, the same age as when pa Paul McCartney wrote his last song with John Lennon, and I'm gonna just meme a bit here, And but uh, I hate that line so much because the Beatles are old, the Beatles are washed up, the Beatles are before the year 2000, and as everyone knows, everything before the year 2000 does not matter. Also, they're there? technically wrong because, you know, free as a bird, <laughs> but he didn't know about that yet. Yeah. And he didn't know. Died before that. <laughs> jo Jonathan Larson knew pa knew Paul McCartney was dead the whole time. So, <laughs> happy birthday, Paul! Happy birthday, or hey, Paul! Or should we say, happy birthday, Paul? Or should we say Paul McCartney? Take <laughs> Paul. Let's, hey, Paul. Let's all right. Let's take off this mask and see who you really are, Doctor Michael Morbius. <laughs> It makes I sense. He's a living me. vampire. Of course he could live for so long. My name is not Paul McCartney. My name is Paul Allen. <laughs> also, okay, um, Riley, how about you uh, give us your bidding? And don't be don't be afraid. We're not going to attack you. Um, honestly, I feel like in my... I don't know. It's probably going to depend if I end up watching the movie. Like, I think I might watch it soon. But um, honestly, with the whole, like, with this, I... Feel like I'm gonna give it like a six point five, honestly. Though. So. Also, I just wanna I do wanna point out that uh I I really feel for Jonathan Larson. Like I wouldn't consider him to be like the greatest Broadway composer of all time. Maybe not even the top ten. But the fact that he just suddenly was struck down in his prime, like literally like the day before he 
was gonna get his like his superstardom. It's it's pretty heavy. And yeah, yes, I, while I'm, mo- I'm... and while Rent may have some like glaring flaws when looked through modern lenses, it still like stands as like a testament to uh, the modern musical. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of afraid of something happening to me in my prime. Like, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. You'll get there one day. All right, uh, Cade. <sighs> you know, because this is my podcast, I could easily just kick you out of the recording room and say we're doing Van Morrison's Moon Dance next week. But because I'm a good man with a simple heart, I'm letting you do this one last episode of Cade Month 2. So tell us yeah. what the next album is. Well, the very last album of Cade Month, you know, I could be a dick and switch it up on you at the very last moment, but I'm not going to do that. We're going to be doing Pretty Odd by Panic at the Disco. Oh, Panic. Everyone panic. That was foreshadowing that, that Ryan Ross comment. Michael and I entered a talent show down at the Y. 9 a.m. went to by some stairs Mike couldn't sing but I said no one cares we sang yellow bird and let's go fly a kite over and over and over till we got it I forgot to tell you guys, but during my internship here, I actually met the guy who cut, like, the trailer for Morbius. Yo! Wow! No way, he's a living legend. You were waiting for the shoe to drop here. And now the episode's gonna go on for, like, five more minutes. Okay, go. Go. Run. Explain. Uh, this guy's name is Craig. Uh, he's actually really nice. Um, he was talking to me about, like, how awful it was to work with the movie for like the past three years because of covid uh some of his like some of his voice was in the trailer like he had to do his best jared leto impression (laughs) yeah but he's actually really nice can craig be an understudy and it's morbin time (laughs) he's been joking about it with me for like the past few days (laughs) this is gonna this is a perfect post-credit scene for this episode Wait, are you still recording? I was. I am still recording. What? <laughs> now everyone's gonna the know. The first gonna have their day tonight. Over and over and over till we got it right. When we emerge.